Hey everyone, John from Vacation Rentals with John here. So today we got a situation. We have a host. She's looking for a little bit of advice. A guest actually checked into her home in the evening, immediately sent her whole list of complaints, a laundry list of them saying the floors are sticky, the fan had an inch of dust, the walls are nasty, the tub is black and nasty, the shower curtain has mold, mildew, the couch is super dirty, coffee table's dirty. I want a refund. The host just apologized and offered to send out the cleaning team to fix any issues, but the guest declined, just demanded a refund. She offered the guest upgrade her to a larger listing that she has as an Airbnb host, no additional cost, house right next door, cleaned by a different cleaner. She doesn't trust them or her process, and the host then asked to offer a walkthrough of the new house with her. If she didn't want to stay there, she'd offer her a refund at that time. She denied, and she said she's just going to file a dispute, a chargeback with her credit card company. So the host went by the house. Everything she said was a little exaggerated. The floors were definitely clean, not sticky. Walked through them barefoot. Her feet weren't black. No dust. Table had streaks. Um, not dirty at all. No scuffs. So basically, the list of complaints was highly exaggerated. And it seemed like the guest walked into the house just wanting to get a refund from the start so she could go stay for a night for free and then go somewhere else. So now that she's disputing the charges, she doesn't want to offer a refund because then the refund would go through and she might potentially also get a charge back. So she's wondering, what is she supposed to do? What does she do in this situation? So from time to time, this does happen. Most people are great. Most guests are great, but you will have a guest that knows how to game the system and complain and get eventually a clean fee refund or a one night stay and a clean fee refund or successfully charge back their credit card and make you go through all the hoops to dispute this, right? So this can happen and there's things that you can do, low cost things that can prevent a chargeback or prevent this sort of situation. So what I first recommend is if you're able to, if you have a co-host that's local, if you have a management company that's local, or if you're local, you can offer to check each guest in, meet them during check-in and do a walkthrough of the property. If you're trying to automate, this is going to be very expensive to ask your management company to do this, your cleaner to do this. It's going to add a cost. So this would work for hosts that are actually self-managing and live really close in proximity to the property. But that way, the guests can actually walk through it with you room by room, check it off and say, okay, this is satisfactory for me and not come back and you know file a dispute with you later. When the guest just comes in and there was no walkthrough, this is always a possibility that they're going to find stuff they don't like or come up with complaints to try to get a refund. It's just part of doing this business. What you can also do is if you just don't want to deal with the guest because the guest is pushing for a refund, you don't feel safe with them in your house because they'd eventually charge it back anyway, you can use a message that I've used with much success. And here's how that message sounds. I'll say it slowly in case you want to take this down. Dear guest, home is where the heart is. We believe that everyone should absolutely love their stay. And that's a standard we've set for our listing. But it's become clear that the property is not meeting your expectations and we would like to make this right. We take pride in ensuring our listing is clean to the highest standards and that our guests are happy with their stay. But effective immediately, you have the option to terminate your stay and receive a refund for unused nights. This offer will remain in effect for the next two hours. This also serves as notice that your stay will not be extended, nor will any other compensation be offered or paid if you choose a stay or upon checkout. By sending this message, you're giving them the option if they want to stay or go and offering a refund for unused nights. But you don't want to be taken advantage of in a situation have someone actually stay in your house, use all the beds, you know, use all the laundry, have fun in there for a night, jump in your pool, and then get all their money back. It's just not right. You're going to incur costs because you have to pay the cleaning team. You probably got to pay for some light maintenance. You got to flip the unit and it's going to cost you money. So you don't want anyone getting away with scamming you. 
So you do want to extend his offer just to get them out of there if, if that's what you feel like they're doing. But you do need to take a, like a long, hard look at some of their complaints because sometimes we can get defensive and we want to keep emotion out of the business. If they're saying that it's dirty, we have to actually investigate and see if any of their complaints are valid. Because if we're just saying, oh, they're scamming me, you know, this is all BS. I, I think they're just lying. We, we can't take that tone as a host because we'll never improve. What if they're actually right? So we do want to make sure that we check on every single claim. But if they're, if they're exaggerating after you check, then you do want to do everything in your power to document all communications and use a message like this to give them the option to leave. This is also where great documentation saves the day. If your cleaning crew can take pictures or video, there's a free app in the Apple App Store and Android App Store called Timestamp App. And it actually puts the address of your property in the corner with the time and the date it was cleaned or the video was taken. And these pictures serve as proof, as hard evidence that the house was actually staged and cleaned to standard. Even better if they can get a video in addition to pictures after they're done cleaning it. Just take a second, snap, snap, snap all over the house, even in areas that can be commonly complained about, like under beds, very quick, but it serves as that buffer. It serves as that protection if somebody accuses you. It's actually worked for me in the past. We've had guests say there's dirty diapers under the bed, guests say that there's you know, other nasty things under the bed, but we've had pictures with the timestamp under each of those beds proving that that wasn't there. And then you actually catch them in a lie red-handed because you have the documentation all the time. So if this is part of your process, it will definitely save the day in a situation like this. Now, in terms of handling people, you don't want to say, hey, I caught you. I caught you in a lie. You don't want to make them say face or get their guard up. You want to handle this without emotion. Although you know what's going down, you don't want to let them onto it. Handle every single communication with the utmost professionalism. Say, you understand them, say that you understand what they're going through. However, you have documentation that proves that it was clean and satisfactory. Um, and make sure that you keep that professional tone at all times and always communicate through the platform. Don't do anything on the phone because if any conversation, if they get upset, you're not going to have any of that as evidence if it's not on the platform in writing. Sometimes you may have to actually offer the full refund if they leave immediately. And I know it absolutely sucks to give them a night or a couple of hours that they were there and the cleaning, but it's better just to do that and be done with it. Arguing over one night isn't worth like the, the fallback of a bad review, fighting with someone back and forth. The time is, is just not worth it. So sometimes just to get someone out of your house, just give them the refund if they leave immediately, right? Because if you know that's their character, you, you don't want them staying a whole week anyway. In addition, always ask for pictures of the complaints because often you'll see they're complaining of a dirty floor and they'll take a picture really close of one hair or they'll say you know something super disgusting and the picture just doesn't show that. And then send the cleaner over or yourself to go inspect it to make sure what's in the pictures is actually factual, right? You don't want to be taken for a ride. If you're a remote host and you have no one to go over there, they can take you for a ride because there's no way to confirm or deny what's true, what's not, right? So you do want to make sure that you handle this with a level head, Stay calm, stay cool, stay collected, but know that you have options. You have documentation if you put that into your process so you know your place was prepared to standard. If it's not prepared to standard, you can fix any complaint that they have before offering a full refund. If it gets to the point where they're trying to charge back or take advantage of you, you best you know, give them that message and ask them that to leave if, if they want to leave. This is going to happen from time to time. It's happened to me tons of times. and. It's not easy, uh, but it gets easier. Um, you know, it, there is that level of emotions 
when somebody's trying to take advantage of a situation, but it's important just to, you know, as a business owner, just take the emotion out of it and just handle it with grace because once it's done, it's done and it's, you know, it's going to be done for good. You don't want somebody making your week miserable because they're going back and forth about, he said, she said, I'm not happy. They're truly not happy. They have the option to check in anywhere else. They don't have the right to make you miserable for an entire week and ask for their money back. So you definitely want to nip this in the bud. There's so many situations that you can't really confirm actually happen. Like people say bad smell or they found pubic hair somewhere or um, something was used. Even though you know that your process was tight knit and it was prepared to standard. And there's no way to confirm or deny other than their word. And if they don't allow you the opportunity to fix it, and they're just saying, no, we fixed it ourselves. I just want you to refund me this fee or give me a free night. It's a telltale sign that they're not willing to work or communicate with you, that they just kind of want to get something for free or a discount on their vacation. And this will happen. This is part of those hidden costs of owning a vacation rental property and doing this short-term rental business. So you just have to be prepared to know how to deal with it to minimize your risk of loss. But it's not going to be the first or last time you run into this. If you're doing this for a long time, it does come up. And even if you're renting at a high price point, people do like stuff for free. It's the same behavior as someone in a restaurant saying the burger was cold. Can they take it off to check? This is that very same behavior. So you do want to understand you're working with the public. You just need to have the skills and a tool set to deal with it. So I hope this episode was helpful. If you want to help me make more content like this for you, please rate, review, or subscribe on Apple Podcasts, on Spotify, or wherever you're listening. It helps get the show in front of more listeners so I can keep doing the work that I do. And if you haven't joined the Facebook group yet, your invitation is going to be in the show notes. I started that so we can network, share thoughts, and connect with each other. So hoping to see you there. And until next time, friends, y'all stay booked and take care.